Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre, and we're here today to talk about the Challenge Rider Dies episode 16. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, the Southern Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? The Vermontian Zoe Tromboli. Hi, everyone. After all these weeks, after all these twists, all these eliminations, we are finally getting to the final. We had the last daily challenge of the season, and we're going to jump right into, like, what happened. Because you just watched this episode, probably, and you want... And you have thoughts, and we're going to jump jump straight into the meat of it all. Devin and Tori win the final daily challenge of the season. Good for them. They tease us that they're going to throw Bananas and Nani into elimination. They don't do that. They throw in Fessy and Mariah because they think they're the bigger threat. Then we have the dagger pool uh, in which Bananas and Nani still end up going into elimination against Fessy and Mariah. The elimination. Zoe, can you explain it for us? Sure. Um, There's essentially two uh rope bridges facing each other both teams are facing off but these rope bridges are have a lot of slack um and each team gets three very thin rungs that they have to move up this rope bridge to get to the top where they're going to hit a button once both partners have reached the top and hit the button they win it is a very difficult elimination and we saw we've seen maybe some things a bit similar in the past but never to this degree of difficulty and the technical like the finish was a blowout because one team was very much at the bottom never advanced that far and one team just won flat out but to me this was one of the best eliminations i've ever watched because visually i was just so intrigued the entire time and watching the teams like just go up the, the 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 rope bridge and like fall and the camera work i was just it it had me on edge the entire time yeah, I'm in a different boat where, like, I was like, okay, jump to it. But I was happy at least that it was not, like, an all-out headbanger um, that was, like, solely strength-based because it would have had an obvious outcome. Uh, it, it, like, went to show that, like, patience, agility, keeping your calm were things that are really important sometimes. So I was happy that it was more so balanced. Yeah, I... I really wish I could have seen someone face off against Bananas and Nani that could have done a little bit better just because Fessy and Mariah just bombed. Like, they were just so bad. I don't think this elimination was impossible for Fessy. I kind of sensed in his, like, post-interview that he was feeling salty. He felt like he got set up by production. I'm reading all of that just based on his facial expression and his body language. But I think he could have done it. I just wish it had been a little more competitive because it would have been more exciting to watch. But Bananas crushed it. You saw his experience on full display because he just was incredible. And Donnie was amazing. Amazing. She was great in this elimination. She was doing well from the get-go. She had the form down, similar to Bananas. And she had one of like the most like heart-crushing moments when that pole fell behind her. And it was just... Like, you could just hear the whole crowd, just, like, every everyone's nerves drop. And she's telling Bananas the whole time, like, just shut the hell up. I know what I'm doing. Just, I need I need silence. I need focus. And Nani was in the zone. And on that second time up, she pulled off maybe the most impressive feat of athleticism I've ever seen, where a pole, there's there's three poles. She, uh, the one in the middle drops, and she catches it between her two legs like wedged between the other pole, then picks it up with her hand and brings it back up. It was like, you don't like, I don't know if there's ever been a Super Bowl catch as good as that. That that was like one of the best saves I've ever seen. 
Yeah, I was also really impressed. Like she couldn't reach the rungs. So she was using her fingertips to roll them up so they could be accessible by her palms. Who thinks of that? Like that's probably why Festy and Mariah were struggling because they were reaching too far and losing balance and ripping one off. And she just had the foresight to say, okay, I got to keep my balance. I got to improvise. It was really impressive. Yeah, her composure was the most impressive thing to me in this elimination. Like, I mean, other than the foot catch, because that was fucking ridiculous. But um, I think one of the big things people drag Nani for is in elimination, she, like, freaks out because she does. Like, she'll panic, and she just loses sight of things. And this one, when she made that first drop, and she was almost to the top, she could have easily just had a panic attack, and she didn't. She just went right back to work, but she was just so composed the whole time. And I love that she was able to tell Johnny to shut the fuck up while she was working and staying in the moment. She seemed happy. And this is a little side note. I don't have an answer to it. None of us have an answer to it, but they did have a confessional after like they won uh, where she was like, and who would have thought coming this season, I'd go into three eliminations and went all three. And I was like, this is just her second one. So if perhaps it was a miscount, but if it turns out that they go into an elimination in the final and that was just bad editing, I'm going to be a little bit irritated that they like did not catch that. Did you hear her say that? Am I crazy? No, she definitely said three, which made me think I was misremembering the season. Yeah, she's only this is her second this season. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't really know. Time will tell in three weeks because the finals three weeks. Um. <laughs> I'm just, and Nani continues to impress me. And I mean, like I, she doesn't get enough credit in challenges like this because I always think of the, the tire jumping challenge from world of the world's one where she was the best girl in that challenge out of like a stacked female cast where she just knew how to keep her balance, how to push herself forward. I think of that challenge on free agents where they were going across those metal beams and almost all the guys were the ones who were moving the beams, but Nani was one of the girls was like a girl who actually did it because she was comfortable because she had the balance because she wasn't afraid and she doesn't get enough credit as a competitor when it comes to that realm of stuff. It's not just the pure athleticism stuff that Nani's good at. She's kind of just solid at everything. I don't know. I love Nani. Zoe doesn't. So that's unfortunate. I <laughs> <laughs> love my life. And I mean, for people who love like the storytelling element of the show and the history I mean, Nani and Bananas went into the last elimination of X's 2, and they lost that elimination. All these years later, they go into it, and they win. Uh, that's kind of cute to see. Um, I'm really happy for them. Uh, her fourth final, Bananas 10th. Fessy and Mariah go out, and <laughs> Fessy's body language and the way he was talking in his confessionals just show that he has, like, no, he has, he's learned nothing. I do think he had peace after, like, immediately after the elimination. Like, I could tell that whether he had peace or he was trying to, like, coax himself into, like, okay, you lost. But when it was, like, the green screen background confessional, you could tell he was irritated. He was like, they set me up. And they didn't. They just set up an elimination. Yeah, you're not always going to get a headbanger, Fessy. That's just not what's going to happen. It's about damn time he didn't get something that was based on brute strength or just running people over because – it was more compelling to watch, and he's got to uh, round out his game a little bit. I want to see him in a puzzle elimination, in an endurance elimination, because I know he's good at those things, too. So, like, just mix it up a little bit. 
And to backtrack just a little bit, Nani's fourth final, yes. Her third since returning and her third in a row. Like, she's had quite the streak. Very impressive. Uh, I'm happy to see it. I mean, she's boosted those stats. I think I, I got to do the math at some point. I think she's now made more finals than, like, statistically expected at this point. So, like, you can't say she's not good. I don't know. I'm happy for Nani. I'm happy for Bananas. And they are a very strong team entering this final because they have experience on their side. And Bananas has been to nine finals, and he's won seven of them. He's, like, essentially the only final he's ever lost because of himself was Rivals 2, and they lost to West and CT, which I don't know if there's ever been a pair as good as West and CT. I don't think any team on the season is, good, is as good as West and CT. So they got, they're in pretty good shape. I also think their chemistry is so good. Like, I know that they can, like, jump down each other's throats and bicker like an old married couple. But, like, after winning that elimination, and I can't stand Johnny. I cannot, like, stress that enough. I thought it was very endearing and sweet. Like, there is a genuine amount of love and tenderness between the two of them. Um, so I'm excited to see what that – if we'll see the bickering couple during the final or if we'll see – just like a really solid team. I think I think we're gonna get a solid team. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do pretty well together. Uh, let's talk about I guess some parts of the rest of the episode. In that, a lot of it was just people talking about the concept of throwing bananas in, and it was surround it was like based around that. And then Devin and uh, <laughs> Devin and Tori ended up just throwing in Fessy and Mariah, which felt a bit annoying if the elimination was if if, if the elimination had been terrible. Then it would have really felt like a middle finger to us, but because it wasn't, uh, I kind of didn't care as much. I don't know. They have nothing else to show us, uh, which they're so few teams. I get it, but it just was like bad storytelling. And honestly, it was a good idea to throw them in. Uh, but Zoe said right before we filmed this, it would also be a good idea to throw in Festy Mariah because they're just as good, if not better, like on paper. So. You take the safe route, but in the same sense, they don't have to, like, make any political like decisions going forward. But then again, grenades and a final, I don't know. They probably made the best decision and still got the outcome they wanted. And I do think Tori genuinely really loves Johnny and Nani. And I know, like, Devin and Johnny have this new friendship. And Devin and Nani are cool, even though he's dragged her on social media before. Multiple times. Um, But... I think Tori is legitimately friends with both of them. So I think that was not a comfortable feeling for her. We also had uh, Bananas calling Wes at some point in the episode, which they did on All Stars 3. Uh, very interesting. They called Wes a three-time challenge winner, not a three-time challenge champion. Uh, I, w- I thought that was a little curious. I don't know how they deal. I don't know. I feel like that was their way of like skirting around whether or not they call All Stars championships or not, whatever. Um it was an unnecessary scene. Did you notice they called him like four different things every time his name popped up? Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked for Nani and Johnny to have a group FaceTime or video call with Leroy. I feel like that could have been really endearing and just like, hey, I know we couldn't get it done. I know you love Nani. Like, I'm going to get this for her. Like, we're going to do it. With the baby? I know. Luke, you should be in production. That's a way better idea. I know. <laughs> I, I'm smart sometimes. <laughs> That's such a beautiful idea. That's so good, Luke. What a missed opportunity. 
Honestly. It's fine. Uh, we got two oh, West. Yeah. I was already mad about the West thing. Now you have me even more upset. <laughs> It was really interesting, though, because, again, Wes and Devin are legitimately friends, and Wes is just, like, throwing Devin right under the bus. Oh, absolutely. He's going to do this. He's thinking this. And I'm like, yeah, we know where your real allegiance is. Like, the smokescreen has completely dissipated. We're over it. Over it. Even even at the beginning of the episode, Devin said, like, yeah, I'm trying to base my game off of Wes, where I'm trying to, you know, peek at this right moment, make the big play here, trying to build myself towards the final. Um, I don't think he's played a Westlake game at all this season. No offense to Devin. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I think he's played a all, he's played a good game, but it's definitely not a Westlake game. Uh, <laughs> we had, and uh, we had Anisa schmoozing Olivia a bit this episode. I didn't really care for it that much, but you have to pass time, I guess. She posted something on her Instagram story that was like. Let's see who's cut out to make the final. I'm like, you lost the daily and didn't get selected to go into the elimination. And it's not because people like want to say Vittori, sure, but it's because you're beatable. Yeah. Every you didn't team. make the cut. You just made it to the final because you had friends and people know they're going to beat you. Yeah. Every single team, if whoever had won, would have wanted to protect Jordan and Anissa. One thousand percent. Uh, all right. Well, looking at our watch here. How do you guys feel about the daily? The 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 water, the ice bath with people communicating. I thought it was actually a very good daily challenge in terms of like the ride or die element, which I think sometimes gets forgotten of just communicating with your partner. Which, I mean, I, I love that's how you kind of end it if you're gonna end it somehow. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't like great. It wasn't bad. I just was like, okay, this is four minutes too long, but still good. I, I was like praying actually for Tori and Devin to win just to be over. So worked out. It was definitely an appropriate final daily challenge for the for team sure. to be then. Uh, I thought it was funny. Like I thought it was cute kind of watching them in the ice bath. I also noted Bessie like literally cannonballed into it a couple times trying, I feel like, to get the water to splash out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever i don't think mariah knew her right from her left so <laughs> poor girl uh, I, <laughs> I was just gonna say harassi and olivia rookie rookies they did it let's talk about that let's talk about our parents who made the final harassi and olivia harassi wins five eliminations to get here did not break the record but he ties the record at least and he's an absolute stud olivia three elimination wins always in confessionals, always having screen time. They have themselves an incredible, I mean, they're easily rookie of the years, in my opinion, like incredible years. Like I'm talking all shows, all everything that happened in the last 15 months, easily the rookies of the year to me. Well, and people on Twitter are like, they proved to be so boring. I'm like, no, they didn't. Like they had their own selective drama at times, but they also just competed really well and made good friendships. Like, and this is coming from someone who hates rookies. So I'm so biased. Olivia had a showman's and she's setting her, herself up for some drama in future seasons because Nelson's, I think, in love with her still. And I think she has seen the light. Uh, so I don't I hope she won't be returning to that phase of her life. Um, Horacio is a snack and girls are going to be thirsting after him for years to come. And he's not going to know what the hell to do with it. So I'm excited to watch that. Uh, 
I actually just want to see him and Laurel again on a season together again, just see where that goes. Somebody on the challenge podcast, like last week or the week before, they were talking about how Devin and Olivia and Tori and Horacio had a fling towards the end of the season, which we're obviously not going to see. But like that's even more intertwined. And also things, please show us. I know it takes away from the Tori narrative that she's like jaded because of Jordan, but like if it happened, show us. I want to see Horacio make out with someone. Yeah. That's all I want. I fully agree. I would also like to see Horacio make out with quite literally anyone. (laughs) Anissa? Pass. Okay. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Anissa, Anissa and Jordan. Anissa, first MTV final since the Duel 2, which was not in the 2010s. It was in the 2000s. So no finals in the 2010s. 13 years since she's made a final. Maybe 14 years? Was that the one one she ran without pants on? Yes, and she came in third place by, like, eight hours, and Mark Long had to to wait for her. So Mark Long was, like, behind by one minute, and then he then, like, lost the final by eight hours because Anissa took forever. That's when she was in better shape. Yeah, that was when she was in maybe her best shape. Just want to throw that out there, viewers, if you want to say we're haters. Best shape of her life. Worst one of the worst final performances ever. She wasn't wearing pants. Um, <laughs> that part sticks out to me a lot. <laughs> no comment. Jordan's had a phenomenal season. Yes. Um, his redemption tour has been successful and in a way that at the beginning of the season, it definitely felt like it was getting pushed on us. But like he's shown his athleticism. He's like, I'm excited for him, but that's probably only because I know that he's going to lose. If that makes sense. So. Yeah, I mean, unless the pairs separate in the final, he's going to lose. It's true. I mean, this is his fifth final. Uh, you take Anissa to a final for the first time in 14 years. That's basically a challenge championship onto its own. I mean, that's that that's an achievement in its own right because she always loses at some point. So. I mean, she was going to lose probably that elimination. I mean, obviously, he's the reason they were in that elimination with Casey and Kenny. But in no other world does she win that elimination. He pushed her through that. They won daily challenges because I think he came up with really great strategies. And, yeah, she. <laughs> it's funny because she's, she's, she's terrified on the final with him now. Um, <laughs> and I think be. that it's, it's a fun subplot to me of the, of the final, just watching the two of them interact. Because I know they're not going to win, but I'm going to at least be interested to see what happens between them. I don't think he'll like big easy her, um, but I think it will be a hot mess express. I just realized you mean like big easy, like walk up the mountain together. I was thinking like he's like CT and Brad dragging big easy on the ground. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't think that he'll like make her go into cardiac arrest or anything. Not that that's what happened, but it was close. Yeah. I've heard that Gauntlet 3 final was 1.3 miles long. That's actually more infuriating that that happened to him. That he did that to himself. I don't feel bad for that man at all. I just want to be clear. Like, I have no pity in my heart for that man. Fair. No pity for Anissa either. Uh, Love her, though. She's great. Uh, Next, Tori and Devin. Tori and Devin. Uh, This is Tori's fourth final? Fifth, fourth final? 
Fourth final. Yeah. 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 And this is Devin's third final. Uh, they both, I mean, Devin came in third place last season. She came in second place. Uh, Tori has been on the verge of winning a lot of seasons. She's had a lot of good final performances. Uh, she's a strong player. And we saw them in this daily challenge really give it their all. Similar to, to Nani Bananas. Like, they have not been a team this season when it comes to the daily challenges. Like, but that was by purpose. They weren't trying to put a target on themselves. And they had a lot of social connections and deals going on. They came to play this week. They won. Devin just flexed his like mental prowess and communication skills, and they they are hungry to win. So even though we have not seen them do super well this season, it's been for a reason. That was a dominant win, and if that's any indicator of how they can perform together in the final, they're looking really good heading into it. Yeah, I just can't help but laugh when I see either of them run. It's like the T-Rex arms, um, but that's just a small note. Yeah, like I feel like they're in the top two spots to win this thing, so it's a possibility. <laughs> that is a West thing he's probably picked up because West runs like ridiculous. No, he runs ridiculously like a fucking T Rex. He, he, I can't believe how he runs. Yet he does it at such a high level. Uh, <laughs> Devin and Tory, man, they are. It's so funny because Tory has been such a big part of the drama this season with the Jordan storyline and everything going on that like, I legitimately have not even thought about her once when it comes to the daily challenges. Like when they kicked ass in this daily, I was like, Oh crap, you guys are a team that actually compete on the season. You're not just characters in the house. Right. I was just, uh, yeah. <laughs> they I mean, won the first, my bad. I was just, but then again, I can't really remember any of the daily winners. So it's been a little insignificant there. And I don't know if it's because like so many people get nominated. It like gets a little convoluted in my head, but yeah, they've definitely just been hanging out. They won the first elimination, which I completely forgot about when at the beginning of the episode, they said everyone, but Johnny's gotten into elimination. And cause that's so long ago now, it's like five months ago when that happened four or five months ago. Uh, in a perfect season. world where there's no sadness, Kayla and Sam won that. And they're now in this position. I would even be fine with Kayla and Sam being in this final with Tori and Devin and Nani and Johnny and Olivia and Horacio. Honestly, I was thinking about Nisa and Jordan instead, just because I want to see it. Yeah, true. True. Wow. We got a final. We've talked about before who we want to win. Uh, has any of that changed? No, Nani and Johnny all day. Nani and Keep Johnny, yeah. Johnny and Johnny all day. Uh, we okay. Well, we have a three-week final coming up, and I think it's stupid. An ab- it's an absolute assault on us viewers. Uh, I don't know. Are they going to be one? What would be worse if, if it was three ninety-minute episodes or three one-hour episodes? What would be worse? Well, three hour-long episodes would just smack the face. You can make it just two episodes, but three nine-minute episodes will drag on so long. No matter how you cut the cake, it's still rotten on the inside. This is going to be a four-day final also. 100 hours. Math is, that's four-plus days. Um, why? I know we like things to be hard for our challengers, but, like, I don't need to see them tortured. I saw blood in that preview. Like, why? 
two days is just fine with me. Have an overnight portion. They get up. They finish it out by that evening. You know who the champions are. Like, for all we know, Olivia could be pregnant with Nelson's baby right now, and they could be <laughs> putting that baby in danger based on MTV's track record. It's true. Uh, it's very true. <laughs> and also, just like when it gets that long, where it's not a checkpoint based final, which I'm just going to assume that it's not. Like, it's so easy to switch things up. And if it's point-based like All-Star, sure, I'm proven wrong. But, like, there's no need to, like, make it that extreme. We get it, but this is still an MTV reality TV show. It's not on ESPN primetime. The only exception, I will say, when there's, like, the overnight piece is when on Final Reckoning when they gave them alcohol. And that was the best. That needs to make its way back into a final because that was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. But if you think about it, like who in this final would give us funny content with wine? No, they need to do it on like an ex's season, some season where they actually have some animosity, not where everyone's hugging and jumping up and down and crying in each other's arms after they find out they're all in the final. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Less love, more hate. Get the message in TV. <laughs> I do, I do think uh, MTV has this need to, like, make longer and longer finals because they've done, like, big finals. Like, oh, we got to top what we've done before. At a certain point, the final just gets too long to where it doesn't even feel as hard as they're saying, almost, where I just kind of tune out and I'm not as fully mentally invested in the final because I'm like, all right, this really doesn't matter until day four. And I would almost rather, like, a four-hour final that's a mega-intense sprint. Like that would that would be more fun at at some point because what they're doing is just a way that tells me I don't really have to care until the last ten minutes. Hell, we just had to deal with that final on Spies Last and Ally, whatever fucking season's called. That was only the last five minutes mattered. And if we're gonna get something like that again, it's just a big smack in the face to us. And they're dragging out a season and they're killing it and just declining it even further. I think it's because MTV orders a certain amount of episodes and they don't have enough content. They're like, oh, we've got to revise this final. If that's the case, they should have brought in two more pairs of ride or dies. Like, I know that would have seemed redundant, but that's more interesting than watching three three weeks of a final. I'm not going to be invested at all the next two weeks. Won't care a single bit. Yeah, I like I'm thinking back to past finals that I enjoyed. I thought like um, like the invasion final was good. Like all mm-hmm. the like. uh I thought the Bloodlines final actually wasn't that bad. Um, a lot of the recent ones. Even World of the Worlds 2 wasn't a terrible final, just the penalties for certain teams and people getting purged from the final mm-hmm. sucked. But, like, the final itself was good. That was just – that was the cast. Like, that was a very entertaining final. Mm. Very poorly designed, but just entertaining in terms of just watching Polly far apart, watching Kara uh, cry, watching people get mad at Ninja, Ashley's commentary. It was just, it was all pretty good. And then you had like really random stuff like CT just destroying the other team's gurney. There was just, there was always stuff going on in that final that like it was entertaining to watch and like good to make fun of. But I mean, poorly designed. There are some good finals out there though, but there are more bad finals than good ones. I like, I like a lot 30. of checkpoints and like, Rivals 2 was a great final. Like, I just like when they have, it set it up like an exile, like fresh meat. Like, make them do, like, I don't care if there's seven checkpoints. Like, just make them do shit. Don't, but don't make them bleed. Right. Perfusely. I'll co-sign that. Yeah, I'll co-sign that. Well, we got a three-part final coming up. Challenge All-Stars 4, 
recently left the film. How are we feeling about that? The cast is great. Uh, if you keep up with spoilers, it's interesting. I'm not going to say it's like necessarily like bad, but it's just an interesting play out already. Uh, there's, uh, can we talk about who's on or like, no? Yeah, we can talk about, I mean, like, turn off the video if you don't want to know who's on the All-Stars forecast. Turn off the podcast right now if you don't want to know about the All-Stars forecast. Let's talk about the All-Stars forecast right now. It's a very chaotic female cast. My God. Two of my all-time least favorite human beings. Um, I will say... Uh, anyone that has listened to us for a while knows I can't stand Car Maria. I think she's the worst. Um, but there is someone I hate more than Car Maria, and that person is Nicole Zanata, and she is there torturing Laurel Stuckey. And just the trifecta of those three all being in the same house with all that weird like animosity drama makes my heart happy. I- I'll go out on a limb and say I'm really happy that Car is back in a season without Polly. I think that's going to be fun to see because uh, I feel like there was no way for her and Laura to even attempt to reconcile on World of Worlds 2 because Polly, well, actually, maybe there was more of a chance of him there. I don't know, but I'm glad he's not present. Fun. Though and Cam, who has a little bit of animosity with Laurel 2, they did not get along on their last season together. She's friends with Cara, though. I hate the Cara-Cam friendship. I hate it so much. And I'm like, it get frustrated because it makes me lose respect for Cam because that's how much I hate Kara, which is not fair because there's plenty of people that I like that don't like Cara Maria, but like it, it that it just irks my soul. Um, and I know that will put, make Kara's chances of winning even higher, which is so bad. It's it's crazy because if Kara comes into this cast without Cam, then she goes in as like the person like the pariah that people have like just been seeing on social media that they want to take shots at. They know she's the biggest threat with cam. That's a power duo. And then you got Leroy. That's a power trio. And then you got all the friends cam has on the other side and they should dominate the game. And the chances of her winning, like went like, dr- I would say like car chance of winning for like 10%, 20% going on on her own with cam. I think it's like maybe 50%. Like, I think it's like really high. Yeah. Throw in the mean girls. Veronica, Tina, Rachel, the only one that I, and this is, I don't this come, oh, I don't care how it comes off. The only one that has a chance to win, I think, out of the three of them is Rachel. And I just think that Veronica's been injured so much recently, and I think Tina doesn't have the oomph that she used to have, whereas Rachel's clearly like a fitness instructor, very in shape, like still got it. Like if she wins, I'll be like, okay, cool. Uh, and we can't forget Flora from Botched. She actually might be the most chaotic person on this entire cast, which is, like, saying a lot about this cast. She's an absolute lunatic of a human being, and what a casting. What a casting. Uh, Ayana's there, too, and she's kind of a lunatic. She's a loon. Janelle, I like. I'm happy to see her back. Avery. (gasps) We predicted that! We called that Rider Dies episode one recap. The thumbnail, Avery was in it. You can look back. We, we can't go back and edit that. Maybe you can on YouTube. Don't know. Don't have a YouTube account that I use. Um, we called that. The shame is, though, had Avery come back any of the last three seasons, 
it would make a huge splash. She'd be like one of the top girls. She just happened to come along when like we're bringing out some of the best, the best. Again, like we talked about the mean girls, Laurel, Cam, Cara, like that alone, like the, the re the, uh, reunion of the mean girls is a big deal. Like that's enormous. And then you have the other three, but Avery has my heart. Okay. Like maybe I'm rooting for her to win the most. And, and I'm, I'm spinning this as to like, okay, Avery's not in the best position, but there's a lot of people who here who have big names who aren't the best competitively. We're like, Avery can beat them in elimination, boost her stats, boost her reputation, get back onto the main show. Now we're now we're booking it. I'm not saying she's gonna win this season, but I think I think she could impress some people. I think she's in great shape. And side note, let's just talk about how gorgeous and hot she is. Who would want to vote her in on the guy's side? Why would you ever want to vote in Avery? Like she's the best person to look. I mean, she just looks amazing in the house. Why would you want to vote her in? Some of them like men, and That's others fair. are married. She's a beautiful woman. We forgot one girl though, and this is another one who falls victim of coming on to All Stars three or All Stars four, excuse me. After she's gotten in some pretty good shape, poor Jasmine. Her Ender Laurel is there, and she doesn't have John A. God love her. I want to see a repeat of Balls in with Laurel. <laughs> That's all I want. Like, this is what I'm going to say. You should rig. I'm always complaining about riggery. Rig. Rig. I know in Laurel, she would put Jasmine on her shoulders and carry her to to get a point again. Seriously. I don't think even in a prior season, I I know Jasmine's in better shape, but Jasmine's never going to win a challenge. I would bet the ranch on that. No, she's not good. She's just not good at the show. (laughs) Yeah. What is, I think her, like, castability, that's not a word, but I generally don't care, uh, is that she, the last All-Star she's on, she showed a lot of grit. Like, she wasn't going to quit. Like, and I feel like that is what makes All-Stars a little bit different. There are certain casting decisions, Flora, for example, you know they're not going to win, but it's almost to see their evolution or to, like, have that heartwarming story of, like, this is a persevering adult who used to live this lifestyle, is coming back into it just to, like, maybe prove something to them. Uh, that would maybe seem annoying on the main show. Maybe not, actually. I don't know. Haven't pondered that. But, yeah, she's not going to win. But it would be fun if they kept her around as, like, a goat towards the end. And, like, she somehow ended up in a final with Laurel, Rachel, Cara. Is Tyree single? I don't know. Tyree is back. Alan wouldn't know because he's blocked. Right? I'm not. I'm not. He unblocked me. He, like, unblocked me, like, a, like a week after but kept everyone else blocked. Because I think he wanted to see my tweet still. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Tony's back. I'm excited for that. Tony time. I, people like him and Avery, though. It's like go back to the main show. I get why. I get why Cam hasn't. She's just had a baby. Like this is less time to be away from the family. But like Tony, Avery, uh, Hooters can find somebody else to wait tables for two months. Promise you that. Get your ass to the main show. But back to Alan's point earlier. Like hopefully this can dra- transition people. Avery, Tony, if they come back on and, like, give a good showing and, like, even bring the smallest inkling of, like, drama, I could see MTV being like, okay, we see your worth. Come on back. And, yeah, Tony, like, he has a really good shot to win some money here because this male cast is not great. Uh, You have Leroy and Brad who are very strong and should be, I think, the two favorites to win. 
after that, it just falls off a cliff where it's like you're talking about people like, well, maybe Steve can make the final to handle like, like he was kind of all right. He wasn't terrible. Um, we're beginning to talk about people like that. Like, like we haven't seen Kefla in 30 years. Maybe he can be like, yes, and just surprise people because other people we've seen on this show and we just know they're not good and no offense to them. They're just not good. I am a little bit excited to see Brandon. Don't know like specifically why. I enjoyed him on his past seasons. Uh, like, I don't know. I, the God side's lackluster. Not that I really, not lackluster, but like it's obviously not as exciting as the women. They don't care if the women run the show. Uh, we have Derek. We have Ryan. Um, we have JGMTV slash Paramount Plus. That's that's the casting. I love. I actually love the casting. A lot of people got upset about it, and I just kind of laughed when I saw it. And I think really it could only be a win-win. Either he comes back, proves he never should have been on this show, gets absolutely squashed by someone, and TJ makes fun of him or people make fun of him more, or he actually ends up being pretty good and just surprises us all. It's a win-win scenario. We, we're either going to laugh or we're going to be surprised. Not, like There's no way this could be a failure, in my opinion. I have a little tidbit of information that's going to make Zoe seethe. Do you know that JGMTV slash Catfish slash Paramount Plus works with Nicole Zanata? They work together. Of fucking course they do. Of fucking course they do. Yeah. They're two uh, spawns of Satan. Um, Nicole it's a power duo. Like, Nicole is like... <laughs> like literally walking fucking herpes like she is a parasite to the universe i think she's the worst person maybe ever um and jay is just like kind of like this twitter parasite and he just like pops up every once in a while to remind you that he once haunted one of your favorite shows and he wants to pretend like he's worthy of anyone's time or attention and he's just an idiot. Uh, I mean, I want to see someone unhook their safety harness, honestly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh this uh, video might get demonetized. Oh. Un- unhook it over a lake, 10 feet yeah. above. Yeah. yeah, above the water, obviously, not above buildings. But like. I gotta see something that'll piss you off on Nicole Zanetta. She has copyright strided, like, striked one of my like, blogs. Like a couple of my blogs in the past, and they come and they come up very randomly. I'll get the notification, and it's just like, I, I I didn't even know that could happen to one of my blogs. I'll be honest, it never happened before, except on blogs with her name in it. So, she's a fucking weirdo. I don't like her either. She's scum. I will say, JG, I want to see you in know in a balls in with Brad, and I just want to see that happen because it'd be hilarious. Put him in a hall ball with hall brawl with Leroy, please. Oh yeah. Uh, if I had to make an early like push for my one and two guy and girl right now, uh, Leroy and Cam, like I'm sorry, and I know they've not been gone that long, and I know people, a few people, not many, a few people on Facebook are upset about Cam being already the one. She's the one exception. Get out of my face. I would love to see that. That would be great. Leroy could retire again and be done. Uh, secondly, Brad, I just like he's done so well in All Stars the past few seasons, and like he's toned down like crazy eyes, Brad. For the girls. Don't fucking say what. Don't say it. Don't make me mad. Don't make me mad, Luke. Mm-mm. I don't care if Laurel wins. That would not do it for me. 
Avery would be cool. I'll say Avery because I was gonna say Kara, but what? Oh, just because it would be so you funny. Had to see her recently enough. Like it's, I think a lot of people have not don't remember correctly just how poisonous she is, but whatever. She is, but looking back, like it's like you can always remember something in a better light. I'm remembering her in a better light, and I'm like, she was just so obnoxious in the best way. Ugh. Dare I say number one? Ugh. I feel like you just keep stabbing Zoe. You're like, oh, my bad, and then you do it again. Yeah, we're in the same house. She's across, and I'm, like, stabbing her <laughs> under the table. <laughs> I, would, I would actually very much like to see Laurel win, personally, just because she's someone who deserves to be a two-time champion. Like, she just deserves wah, that wah. title. Yeah, I'm up there. I'm up there with my top three are Laurel, Avery, and Rachel. That's how I feel about that. I actually would like to see Janelle win as well, just because like she proved to be pretty fit the last time she's on All Stars, and she had that back problem. Like I feel like her and Darrell could have won if they could have stayed. Did they stay? Maybe I'm just making things up. They did. They they lost the final. Yeah. Then never mind. Melinda Justice, where is she? Yeah. Or is she having another baby? Whatever. That final just came down to one math problem, so it's irrelevant. John A, MJ, yes. Enjoy your time off. I am actually sad John A is not on this season. And I know people are like, oh, she's been on three in a row. I just feel like I want to see John A in All-Stars until she loses. Once she loses, then it's like, all right, let's move on. Yeah, not move on, on. Take, take a break. That would have been this season. Not that John A is not great, but like she doesn't have the time in her day to dedicate to training like some of these girls do. She pulled it off, though. Oh, my fucking God. That would have been hype. And yeah, just want- beating her would have been the who, best storyline. Who would have let her go to the final, though? No one. Or they would have because they're all looking at each other and thinking, oh, John A won because we weren't here. That's true. Yeah, they got a lot of egos on this cast and a lot of already pre-existing drama. I mean, there's just so much mess across the board. When you look at it, you're like – well, I think this person's going to be aligned with this person because this person hates this person, so they'll never be on their side of the house. And it's going to be such a great game between the women. And I can't yeah. believe they're letting the guys play this season, too. This should just be an all-female season. It better not be a paired season because that would piss me off. Me, too. Imagine if Kayla was there, too. Because she's friends Marie, with Marie. I'm sorry, Marie, too. I, I, the, the chick from Boston, Genesis, Real World Boston, was an alternate for the season. And a lot of people felt bad because, like, oh, that's like an OG you want, like, on the show. Cause, you know, you want to bring in as many, like, old faces as you can because that's what the show originally started as. And I looked at the cast and I was like, nah, I'm like, I would, I wouldn't hate seeing you on, but this so, this cast is just so good. I can't imagine dropping anyone. She and I, I faded into the background. You could have yeah. dropped Nicole Donata, actually. I, I want her dropped, but at the same time, I do like the messiness of it all. And you get that. Like, I do. I understand it on an intellectual level, but on a visceral level, hmm. I can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Can't do it. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Captain Confessional, Team Car Maria. Woo! Over my dead body. We also got an announcement for the Global Challenge, which they plugged every week on USA show, whatever that was. Uh, it's going to be just a bunch of very strong people competing against against each other. Um, we don't know the cast. Have they dropped the cast yet? No, right? No, but if you pay attention to challengers who shared on their Instagram story, they're on. Like, you could just make the deduction. So, 
that's coming. I'm not excited for it. Not no offense. I I will get excited for it eventually, but right now there's just been so much going on, and this season's been dragging on. I just need a break, and I don't need a three part final. I need a one part final. I can get really excited for a one part final, but not a three part final. Side note, also I think February 18th, the Challenge Australia and the Challenge UK are coming to the US version of Paramount Plus. So like you won't have to like stream them on illegal sites. You can just watch them. That's in preparation for the global show. Which should air in the summer, but it doesn't. Anyway, sorry, Alan, you're closing. Sorry. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm, I'm glad you told me that because now I have a more ease of access. Like you asked, you asked me recently, like, did I have I caught up with Australia? No, because I have to watch it on an illegal site, and that takes up time where I have to like actually go and find it and like put it on a laptop and stream it. And now I don't have to be illegal anymore. I can be totally legal, which is what everyone wants. They want a legal Alan Aguirre. Absolutely. <laughs> Anything else before we close out? I just want people to know I actually don't want anyone to die on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes use hyperbole uh, to the extreme. Um, I don't actually want them to die. Although I don't want Nicole's data on my TV. I stand by that 1 million percent. Joey, so I, I, I got to be real with you. There's no way in hell Nicole's data knows what hyperbole means. She thinks that she thinks that's probably the most aggressive thing you could ever say. She doesn't know what exaggeration means either, so there's no need to explain. Yeah, once you get past two syllables with her, she's done. Nah, cool. Is that <laughs> nah, huh? <What>? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> Make sure to drop a like on the video, subscribe. We'll be back for the three-part finale. We're not excited for it, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Hopefully, it's more entertaining than we expect. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye now.